And remember that we are not descended from fearful men. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Five, four, three. The Kellen and Alex Show. Zero. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. The Kellen and Alex Show. Jerry O'Rourke, welcome to the podcast, brother. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Kellen, thank you for being here as well. Oh, thank you. Colts. Conspiracies and state of acontism. That's what we're talking about today, boys. <laughs> it's going to be yes. a good one. It's going to be a good one. Yes. It's, uh, I'm glad we're not talking about a sane, rational, theological topic here. <laughs> I, I, I usually don't, do. That's what yeah, that's what you usually do. I mean, you had, what was the last one you had Nick Larkins on to discuss NFP? That was very um, theological, very reasoned. Yeah. This is all about those crazy cult, conspiracy, random stuff, flat earther. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, well, have I got some. A, a lead us off. Lead, lead us, us off. off, Jacob. So uh, let's see. For so I, I, you, our conversation earlier, you guys have heard of flat earthers, right? Of course, flat yes. earthers. Flat earth. Have you ever heard of concave earthers? <laughs> I've not heard of. Concave I've never earthers. heard of that before. No. So there are these people who think that. Um, so there are these people who think that uh, they use the Bible to try to prove it that the world is actually a bowl shape, like shaped like a bowl. So you know how flat earthers think that the world is you know, a pancake. So instead of a pancake, it's actually a bowl, and the sun is in the center of the bowl, floating. Wow! What? Oh yeah, there are people. Wait, so that means like if you if there's an edge to the bowl, let's say you reached an edge, then you would go to the other side of the bowl. Yeah. Is there like a dark side of the bowl? (laughs) (laughs) If the sun was in the middle, we'd all burn to death right away. We'd be completely dead. So how do they explain seasons? Oh, okay. that's what uh, I don't know. If they these are very. Are, are you deep key. into the concave earth? <laughs> I'm not. Theories. I'm not deep into there. I just had to pull one random. I know you guys thought one. It was funny when I uh, pulled out the concave earth one. So wait, how wait, did wait, flat, wait, wait, wait. Let, me, let me stop for a second. How did the flat earther stuff became so like prominent, prevalent? Yeah, it, whatever. It was. I don't know. It was maybe a couple years ago, but there was this whole uh, Jerry. You could tell us, but there was like this whole movement, and that just started, and everybody started talking about it. But oh yeah, it's like. I think it becomes popular through YouTube. Yeah, you know, sure. people like sit out and people like sit up till 3 a.m. listening to, you know, some random guy on YouTube talking about how the earth is flat. And uh, there are a lot of flat earth YouTube channels. <laughs> I, I am serious. Okay, is YouTube. And this is one of the things like YouTube is trying to push those type of channels. They're not recommending them anymore. Like, I think yeah. they've changed their algorithms on YouTube to try and push those, like, conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. If you look up, like, alien videos and type that type of stuff, they're putting that... They're hiding that stuff away. You know what I mean? I mean, they banned Alex Jones. Yeah. Of, which, I think if we're talking conspiracy theories or whatever, <laughs> he's probably top. He's, he's the king out, of, of... He's the yeah, king of... Out of anyone. Oh, yeah. But he's not a flat earther. No, I don't... He's not a flat earther. No. He yeah. just believes in globalists and... uh aliens and what's with it with like nba players and flat earth and like really famous <laughs> people? you know what i'm talking about right yeah uh, I, I know there's some crazy nba players of flatter and um i don't know but I, are there nba players who are flat earthers yeah i've seen i've there seen are, yeah I've for seen sure yeah. okay one conspiracy i do know of have you heard of uh QAnon? Yeah. yeah so i've talked about this a little bit yeah so it's the idea that okay so there's a global human um sex trafficking that's going on right Mm-hmm. And um, this guy Q was part of the CIA, and he knows about all the corruption that's going on, the deep state stuff. And he thinks that Trump was elected to basically expose this global human sex trafficking, right? And QAnon, Q uh, is releasing like 
little bits of uh, documents and and hints and stuff. And 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 there's an upcoming storm where Trump is just going to like expose all these pedophiles and all these type of guys and throw them all in jail all at once. Well, it's gained a lot oh, of traction. And oh, yeah. it recently, <laughs> Facebook and Twitter banned like any accounts dedicated to QAnon, completely banned. Um, like there was a picture of Trump with like two military guys in the background who had QAnon like um, what do you call them? like stickers or something on their uniforms, and it got a huge firestorm on online and stuff. And Trump got asked directly at a press conference, "What do you think of QAnon?" And he said, and "This is what what he said. He's like, yeah. So I heard they 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 think that you know that uh, there's human trafficking going on, and and somehow I'm saving it. And you know I like to good, do good things. So <laughs> you know it seemed they seem to be supporting me. So. Well, what he's well, talked about the problem with it basically. <laughs> it's very Trump. He's, He's talked about Epstein Island, right? I mean, there's pedophilia, no, yeah, and sex I mean, trafficking all over the place over there. Directly into that, right? infested well, on that island. You want to know what the crazy thing about all that stuff is? All those tapes, and this is not a conspiracy theory. All those tapes about with the, all the, you know, Jeffrey Epstein on his island had tapes, right? Right. Okay. Oh, is Mike? Is Mike? No, yeah, yeah. Yep, we we right. always eat mics here. That's what we do. Alex is very big on eating mics. Go ahead, mics. Yes, I have to eat. eat literally eat the mic that's the real conspiracy anyways epstein's island yes so epstein's island this is not a conspiracy theory so you know how epstein would make tapes of the very famous and rich people who would like prince andrew yeah prince right? andrew uh i know i don't know if he is i know alan dershowitz was implicated into it i know they had um bill clinton uh flew on his the lolita express a couple like 23 Jeez. times was that what it was called? Yeah, it was plane? called the Lolita Express. No, it wasn't. No, it, it is called. I, I'm being completely serious. L- look it up. It's called the plane that Jeffrey Epstein flew was called the Lolita Express. Holy shit. All right. And wait, you know what lolly means, right? It's a pedophile term for kids. Is it? I didn't know. Nope. A lo- yeah, I didn't know. How do you spell yeah. that? L-O-L-I. And then Lolita, I guess, is T-A at the it end. It comes from, well, it actually comes from this. It comes from a psychological term, which means like a... Um, a very you know, a, a child is very like precocious about sexual matters, and it's written by this like really this novel that's sort of about something like that, written by this pervert, hmm. and that's like be- be- called Lolita. That's beloved by English professors. The Lolita Express, Epstein's infamous sex plane, included VIPs like Bill Clinton. <laughs> you, have you seen? Okay, so Epstein on his, on his house had a painting of bill clinton in a dress yeah. oh what the heck? Okay, for our listeners this. look look this up, <laughs> look this up. Right, it's literally a painting on his wall of bill clinton pointing you know his famous like he points and he has a huge ass finger yep uh pointing and he's in a blue dress with red high heels yeah and it, it was in his mansion i believe yeah in his mansion yeah why in new york why City. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer. Yeah. That's the answer. He was probably, so probably the why not? Lolita Express was his plane. And, yeah. And Bill Clinton flew on there. What was it? Like 30 something times, he, right? So I, I, I thought, I think it might be in like the 20s, but still, yeah, he's like, according to flight manifests, he was on there and I, so don't quote me on this, but I believe that according to flight manifest, he was on there while underage girls were on board as well. Oh. So it's like, yeah, and I know that famous people have been seen on that island. So, how my, my question is, how did were there not where was this island? This was in I believe the US Virgin Islands. W- were there no authorities that went there and just shut everything down no. and just ex- went and saw it? 
Why? You got to think well, like I wonder if like some National Guard guys like or sorry Coast Guard guys <clears throat> knew or or something like that. Like I I don't know. Like do they keep tabs on the islands and not I mean, really? Pedophilia not. is a crime. Did they not have any U.S. armed forces go there and just check it out? Well, they I believe they the island was raided uh, once Epstein got arrested. He got arrested. This is worth looking up. He got arrested. What was it? Twenty seventeen. I I thought it was the end of 2018? 20, 2018, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, Into twenty nineteen. I thought it was twenty nineteen. I'm I'm all years. Just like yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, but and then of course he uh, got offed by the Clintons, possibly by uh, by somebody. You July six, twenty nineteen. Oh, twenty nineteen. Fe- Holy on, crap! On federal recent. charges for the sex trafficking of minors in Florida and New York. He died in his jail cell on August 10th, 2019. Good. But Epstein didn't okay, kill so himself. Okay, so what prompted no. the raiding? Do you know do you know I what I think it's cuz they arrested him. I'm I'm not totally Oh, that's right. They arrested him in Florida. They yeah. arrested him in in uh Palm Beach? Yeah. yeah Something like that. And then they raided his island at the mm-hmm. same time. So I guess FBI had been investigating him for a while and Yeah. Um yeah, and the big thing was with him was how much video he had of so many powerful yeah. people. Now, did they take that video? Then did the FBI have that video of like Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton? Like, to my knowledge, it is sitting in I believe one of the New York uh, district courts. They, <sighs> that the authorities have it. Wow. I, so I'm, some judge has probably seen it. I, I'm sure some judge has seen it. I mean, it, it, I don't know if it's been. Now I feel like I'm not. I, it sounds crazy because I feel like I doubt myself when I'm saying it, but I'm like 90% sure that they seized them. The videos. The videos, yeah. yeah. The videos of uh, all the different people, which means that now they have, um, well, now they have Glenn Maxwell in custody. That's right, yeah. She's still alive, too. She's still alive. <laughs> shock, still alive. shock of shock, she's still alive. So Jeffrey Epstein's collection of terrifying curiosities is a well-known phenomenon at this point. With reports from the past six weeks describing, okay, listen to this, a commissioned mural of him imprisoned and surrounded by correction officers, a life-sized doll in a wedding dress that hung from a chandelier, a human chessboard, a stuffed black poodle complete with a statue of dog shit, his pirate treasure, and a temple on one of his private islands that reportedly locked from the outside, and a Bill Clinton in a blue dress. <laughs> what kind? What kind of sick... My, he must have been so mentally oh, messed yeah. up that just it was through the roof. The question is how, uh, yeah, how did he get that powerful to begin with? Well, right? I, I believe I believe what started as he um yeah, he had gone to school and you know had a fairly normal upbringing, uh, went to school I believe started working in the financial sector managing money like wealth management. He had somehow gotten I think he actually lied about a degree to get into his first job. So he kept going, kind of rose through the ranks, ended up managing money for Leslie Wexner, hmm. who's a, a billionaire. And yeah, so, and then he ends up becoming this billionaire. And he and his British girlfriend, who I, he and his British girlfriend basically ran this operation, this hideous operation where they would, uh, you know, uh, molest children, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and, and provide that for very wealthy people. Provide for very yep, provide for very wealthy people. So, so okay, so um, Bill Clinton goes there probably many times. I don't know how many times they said, but it's just like it's such the biggest thing for me is it's more 
more freaky than disgusting. Like the just the what he had there, like was just such a strange kind of. I mean, it's probably equally parts freaky and disgusting. It, it is, yeah. <laughs> but it's I mean? it's so fr- it's so weird. To yeah, think that the weirdness had, element you know, of that, I think we should. Yeah, I mean, because obviously it's ridiculously <laughs> disgusting and 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 terrible, and but just how weird to have how a painting weird of Bill Clinton, Clinton in and a that blue just shows you, dress. Like, the degeneracy that you, what that, that you reached to. Well, like it, what? It sounds, it, in any other context, it would sound funny, but it's like no, it's horrendous. It's yeah. horrendous. Well, no, like Bill it Clinton. Is. In, in a dress, okay. No, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, yeah. I, mean, I was about to say it's. Fu- I said in any context, the uh, the painting would be funny, right? But it's like in, in, in the context of yeah, in the context, yeah, pedophile. I mean, know, like, can you imagine though if like they did like you say in twenty years they did island tours of Epstein Island. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> just like you can go there and oh, just this see is the fucked up stuff that happened here. <laughs> This is the uh, effed up tour. If you want to take the effed up tour, that's like $10 more per person. Uh, (laughs) It's like one of those cruise line things where they like dock. And (laughs) And they're like, Uh, there's a gift shop. (laughs) Buy your little miniature, like uh, Bill Clinton dress. (laughs) Jeez. Okay, this is better. Oh, boy. Okay, but what pushes us to conspiracy level, obviously, is him getting killed. Right. And and them saying he committed suicide. Right. And everyone know he di- knows he didn't, and then that case just like closed, and then it's like we move on, and yeah. you know Prince Andrew, well, totally fine. Bill Clinton not prosecuted. Um, all the other people who are associated with them, wealthy, powerful people, who we do poss- you know, possibly have the video for, yeah, um, seemingly get off scot free. How does that happen? Well, I mean, I don't know. I guess they didn't have a case, and I, I guess I'm, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a legal expert, obviously, so. Yeah, but they don't, it just doesn't happen. You'd be, it's shocking. I mean, that how people can get away with this stuff too. I mean, they have Glenn Maxwell. She she said she's ready to name names and she's in prison. So hopefully she's ready to, you know, actually name names. Hmm. Uh, (laughs) So what I was thinking was, is I think maybe how Epstein got so like famous and like how many, so many people knew him is like, People must have funded him or something. People must have oh, like sure. supported oh, yeah, sure. him Definitely. and just like completely. But why though? Like why would those people oh, do for that? the trafficking? Yeah, for the trafficking. So people openly support sex trafficking. Well, he was like, <clears throat> yeah, he's the he was the pimp of the group among extremely wealthy billionaires. Yeah. Well, he also had done a lot of money management. He was independently wealthy from that too. Right. Like, okay. Had, yeah. From like money management <sighs> on the subject of um. You know, I, I know everyone's canceling their Netflix. I, I deleted Netflix off my phone. Yeah. But if in case you haven't taken the plunge to delete Netflix. Oh, because of cuties? Yeah. There was yeah. a, what was well, it? What, what, oh, yeah, what yeah, exactly yeah. was it? Go ahead. Yeah. You describe it. I was about to say, the the documentary on Netflix about Jeffrey Epstein, I believe it's called Jeffrey Epstein Filthy Rich, is actually pretty good about this stuff. You want a good overview of the uh, case? Hmm. But yeah, so canceling Netflix because of this, yeah. the cuties controversy, which... Is like it was totally uh, sexualizing underage girls in the in the thumbnail yeah. and in the. I think the actual movie is mm. it was supposed to be showing how s- the sexualization, but still, regardless, mm. it's a trash movie. Well, that's not really what happened. That's what the media was saying. Oh, that's what the media was saying, saying about the yeah, movie. The, okay, uh, I did not even try and watch it or anything. So I, I, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to watch it. I no, mean, no, no, I'm not. Well, the the 
I believe the professor, the excuse me, the director has gone on record saying that it's more about her exploring what kind of woman you want to be, and it, it's um, she was raised in a very the director herself was raised in a very uh, conservative Muslim family, and her struggling with that and struggling with like the modesty. I am not doing a good job of explaining this, but so she makes this movie. And this movie gets cheered by everyone. You think, and then and there's it like follows six girls who are like what, like eleven or yeah. ten years old or something like that, and they're in a dance company. Is that what it is? Yes. And they do twerking. Yes. This is this is the most disgusting news story I think I've ever heard. This movie. and Netflix thought it was a good idea to put it on their subscription. So it's about well, streaming to the United States and Europe. Right? It's about no. girls who twerk, basically, yeah. who are ten or eleven years old. Oh, what the heck! Yeah, this is this is. I mean, this has been the big controversy over the past few days. Is that this thing has been on Netflix? I mean, I've deleted Netflix off my phone. Um, I don't I have lo- Netflix. Yeah, yeah, you don't get it. <laughs> I yeah. would encourage all of our listeners to <clears throat> delete Netflix. But you, you know, they've been. Yeah, you know, the thing about this is, is like they're. This film won awards at Sundance. It oh won awards. This film. This is an award-winning film. What for? What I forget. What I forget. What it was. I'm, Number one pet best, movie. I'm not, <laughs> best actresses. Jeez. Uh, oh, the most un, beautiful underage actresses who can twerk like crazy. That should be what the award is called. Sundance Award. Sundance Award. <laughs> no, it's... it's Okay, yeah. The normal normalizing of pedophilia is... So wrong. Now, QAnon, to go back to that. Now, with this kind of context of... Epstein, these powerful people, human trafficking, which is a huge issue in the in United States and around mm-hmm. the world, and then Netflix publicly trying to promote a movie or a doc. It's like it's supposed to be a documentary movie, something. It's not a doc. It's a not drama. documentary. It's, it's a, a drama. A drama. Okay, sure. with underage girls twerking. Yes, and, and, anything and that's the fine. actresses are eleven years old as well. This is just pure evil. And, and now, yeah, now the QAnon people trying to say yeah. Trump's going to like save us from this really horrendous situation. Yeah. Now it seems to have more credence, right? It doesn't yeah. seem to be so. And, and you understand why people believe that. Yeah. Um, but once again, the media and cancel culture and whatever, they just ban all these people and then they go elsewhere. Yeah. Right? Well, I'm not, I don't believe in QAnon because I think I'm not saying I do. Either, yeah. yeah, no, 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 oh, I'm yeah. not saying. Yeah, I, I, but I, but you know, in light of all this stuff, you can see why people believe it. Right. Because it is, um, it, it is a crazy, it, it, it's, it, it, it is pure evil some of the people let's go to some other crazy pure evil stuff we have a lot of cold whatever pure evil stuff i'll let i could let you pick or we could go to waco because there's a lot in the waco stuff i don't know if you know much on that but i know i i know a little bit about it but yeah it's or or if there's another one you want to go to oh we can go to waco let's do it yeah let's go let's go wake it give me the context in the car so in so it the context is that this guy named david koresh was i believe a preacher who was a an offshoot of an offshoot like of an offshoot of Seventh Day Adventists, and he had and he had been floating around this fundamentalist Christian scene, and you know he had had an argument. He had gotten to like a compound run by a or a church community run by another fundamentalist, and they got into an argument with each other. He left, took some people with him, and they ended up forming their own compound and build it called Mount Carmel. Hmm. Mount Carmel. Mount Carmel. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After the well of Elijah. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, the, 
I guess you, there's I always those there's type there's of like you know like, you're found yeah. in this stuff. You're like, yeah, I'm I'm Christ incarnate. Come back again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's Mount Carmel. This little Mount sh- Carmel this, this for building you. out in Texas. Yeah, yeah Mount anyways. Carmel. Yep, is Mount Carmel compound, and he had a whole bunch of people living there. And well, what ends up happening is there is there the families living there and a whole bunch of stuff, and then the ATF notices the alcohol Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. Right notices that they're stockpiling weapons oh yeah so you have this cult leader who got i believe he claims like he's the second coming of christ oh they all do at some point I know, they, all they, do. All do. <laughs> they all do you're right that's par for the course i've been researching this so much like over the past week that this for this podcast i'm like at this point i'm not surprised anymore when someone claims to be the second coming of christ <laughs> right as weird as that sounds that's not <laughs> well then at that point you can do whatever you want yeah if you're christ i mean yeah whatever believe, you do i mean you're yeah. gonna be fine so anyways it, it claims to be second coming christ like they call themselves the branch davidians because you know the branch of david yeah and uh he so they end up so the there's a infiltrator like an fbi or atf infiltrator in the compound while all this is happening who's feeding information to that and one day they're just going about their business when the ATF just rolls up and they're trying to raid it because they heard about potentially a, there was child abuse going on in the um, hmm. compound. And so the ATF just rolls up one day and to raid it, but it turns out they have gun all there's, it's a compound full of guns, right? Yeah. And cultists. And it turns into this many, many day long siege, like, like several dozen days long siege of this compound wow and it is firefights at that point yeah there were firefights i think a couple atf agents uh died wow because of the firefights and yeah at some point at some point he was proclaiming the end of the world because i believe the way the uh branch davidian doctrine works is that you know you have there's branch davidian there's the branch davidian where they're like the church and then you have Babylon, which is the rest of the world, and that this was all part of their apocalyptic conspiracy theory or apocalyptic predictions was that they were being besieged by Babylon, <laughs> otherwise known as the ATF, <laughs> ATF. <laughs> with lots of guns. Yeah, you know, ATF Babylon. Same. So it continues for like so like a few days, and then they decide to bring in the tank. Right? Oh. Isn't this when they? How long is this? Does the siege go on before I, they say tank time? I want to say fifty six days. Holy so, shit! So before we, this is like national news every yeah, this day. This is national. This was in the '90s, I believe. It's so this nat- is in yeah. Waco, Texas, right? Yeah. Waco, Texas. Okay, that's yeah. a, okay. So let me before we go any further. So let me just make sure I understand what's going on. So basically, there's this preacher, mm-hmm. Seventh Day Adventist, that just goes rogue, yeah. right? Well, he's like already was a rogue. He went rogue from going rogue, if that makes sense. Okay, no. so we brought all these people, and they we brought them to this compound. Yeah, and they started stockpiling weapons, mm-hmm. and there was apparently child abuse going on or whatever. Yes. So from there, like, what was it called? The ATP? ATF. AT- ATF. What does that stand for? Alcohol. Alcohol, tobacco, firearms. Okay. So they those are a group of people. They're a, a bureau of the government. Yeah. Okay. Law so they like FBI. They come yeah. in and like there's this huge siege. Yeah. But they're trying to get him. Okay. Yeah. Well, it wasn't just the ATF. I think it was the a- FBI, FBI was and a whole there, bunch yeah. of like I think maybe the local police. There must have been a lot of Texas people. State police probably there. There yeah. must have been a lot of pe- How how recent was this? This was the in the 90s. 90s I believe. That's not far away. Not one long ago, yeah. <clears throat> not far. 
So something years. what happens then after the they bring in a tank? 56 days. Holy shit. I forgot it was that long. I didn't know it was that long. It's like five. I mean, but weeks. they just had mostly it was just standoffs for a long time. Yeah, really mostly it was right? standoffs. There was a lot of uh, negotiators. So they had a lot of hostage negotiators speaking to uh, David Koresh. And his and, underlings. And yeah, his, uh, yeah, that kind of thing. Well, he, well, I, I believe. I was he communicating with them? He was communicating with the, uh, yeah, the. Wow, privileged ATF. They get to talk to yeah. Car- Christ incarnate again. Yeah. Was there an AT- <laughs> You said there was an ATF spy, though, within his thing? I believe so. Whoa. Wait, was he still alive throughout all of it? I believe so, yes. I, I think he may have escaped. I could be wrong. I'm, I'm bad. Well, that's how, that's how they got him. easy to be in there for 56 that, days. That's how they got him. Yes. That's how they got him, is that that, that spy probably reported well, well, somehow. Like, at some point, they, like, Koresh was probably like, hey, fire on the ATF guys. Well, he, if he was the guy, you know. He would I go in there and join the other side. Yes, but well, I, 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 I believe he got out at some point. He survived the siege. Wow. Yeah, and they fact checked all these details because I have such a horrible memory. So but, what? So fifty six days goes by, and yes. then they decide to get a tank and well, ram the front of the building. Yeah, they run. Yeah, they basically, you, there's a video of it. You can see actually where they. There's a lot of this stuff is on video. Is that? They decide to take a tank and try to run it into the building and to break it down and, you know, and, you know, to get because they thought that there were still child abuse going on there. So, so they said to themselves, OK, we cannot keep, you know, sitting here while that's going on in, the, in that compound. So we had to. So they went in and tried to raid the building, broke it down a, a part of it with a tank or some sort of vehicle and ended up. Uh, what ended up happening is the cult members either a fire started or they started a fire mm. and yeah that was it and then I, I don't believe I, I think some of the cult members survived pretty much all of them most, yeah, of, them, most of them died most of them died yeah, yeah. Did, the, did the main leader survive no so he died yes he died thanks was that was that it how many cult members were in there it was a lot I, I, hold on let me look yeah definitely up. look that up that's they took a tank after 56 days and just and, went in there uh, and just blew the crap out of it yeah so th- I wonder, you know, if they figured out if they set fire to it themselves or if they know or if the tank somehow sparked something off. Um, well, but yeah, then it, yeah. then it took out everybody. But this was like huge national news for, you know, like month and a half, like weeks, two months almost. Okay. Yeah, it says uh, the Waco siege of 1993 was a 51 day standoff. Damn, 51. Holy crap. Yeah. 10 people were killed in the initial raid by the uh atf and then 76 branch davidians of all ages died in the final attack oh what's such a strange like cult you know what i mean like it doesn't scratch the surface so weird yeah like how you take somebody from oh i'm a preacher to i'm christ incarnate like just the psychology of crash would be very interesting but like how the people assent to that and then say i'm gonna take me and my family and you know mm-hmm. my wife's gonna have sex with koresh every other day <laughs> like that type of stuff is you know that just shows you the fringe of what um yeah what what you can manipulate religion to be oh yeah it's like i mean you do, there is a darker side of this that's why i mean you get the sense from studying this stuff that a lot of these people are under demonic influence like a lot of the leaders right they must be Oh yeah, some of the there. There's a couple that there's a couple of them where I I was listening to kind of re, re you know re listening some of the stuff and um, 
I didn't pick up on it before, but re-listening to some of the stuff for this podcast where it's like, well, a lot of these cult leaders sound like they could possibly be under some sort of demonic, demonic influence. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of the, I know well, there's also other like secular, like non-religious explanations for this stuff. So for sure, people who believe that say they're, you know, there's a, there's an element of narcissism that goes into it, obviously. So what what was the buildup like in this cult? Because obviously it must have started, people must have known about it, started gaining momentum, right? What kind of level of of scare scariness did it create like in the momentum building in this? Scariness for who? Just like the overall, I guess, vibe or how people saw it that weren't in the cult. Well, I mean, I, I they were probably pretty, you know, unknown since they're just a bunch of people out in the desert. That's Maybe what I was desert. Okay, but yeah, a bunch of people out in the out in the country, and then country wakes up at some point and sees uh, oh on the news oh yeah there's a a cult under siege because it's like yeah and this is the you know in the nineties oh boy there's a cult that's literally being besieged right now this is crazy. Yeah, and wasn't the Oklahoma City bomber inspired by, you know, like anti-government stuff because of Waco? Yeah, that's part of Yeah, well, I mean, people, you get some like hardcore libertarians who think that the government really messed up with how they with handled Waco. it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not I don't really have an opinion. Are they the ones that way. think that the fire was caused by the tank coming in? I'm sure. I'm not really knowledgeable about why people think that the government did something bad during Waco. Yeah, I mean, so I know 51 the- days yeah. <laughs> it's quite a long. Now, did they did they figure out was there child abuse and was there yes, illegal firearms? There were yes to both. Okay, there was. Damn. So they had a reason to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that guy on the inside got out of there. Mm-hmm. That's wild. That's very wild. Uh, another cult that you really know of, or or, or maybe maybe more esoteric. Okay. Well, this is a, this is a wild one. This one is. This is a this one's a bit of a trip, at least I think so. So, I'm I'm just, I'm not I'm not so the story starts in New York City, right? So there's this um, woman who is born into I believe on or near Coney Island, and she grows a bit very poor. Her name is Joyce Green, and she grows up. It, this is a, I believe in the early 1950s or, or 50s or 60s, and she you know grows up uh very poor ends up meeting a she grows up her parents were orthodox jews uh her she ends up meeting a catholic uh italian american man and they get married at uh 16 and 18 respectively so you know they they get married at that which is a young age but wouldn't necessarily have been super uncommon Mm. at that time and they you know they settle down they have a couple of kids and you know they're living her her husband is a uh delivery driver for Coca-Cola and they're sitting there and they're, you know, they're living a good life. So at some point mom starts, you know, gaining weight, feeling very self-conscious about her body. So she decides to go on a weight loss journey and try to lose weight. So she starts going to yoga classes and this is in this is a belief. This is in that's the where they messed up. Yoga, wrong. yoga, wrong. <laughs> yoga, wrong. We did a whole okay. podcast on that before. Yeah, yeah, no, you, really? Uh, that's like hey, this. This stuff convinced me that yoga is satanic because I know some 
priests, some exorcists will say it's okay if you secularize it. But would you look at the amount of cults that come out of yoga? That's crazy. I would yeah, have never that's thought true. that. Yeah, 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 that's that true. come out of yoga. <clears throat> I haven't yeah. thought of that either. Hey, well, this cult basically started because of yoga. <laughs> so she goes to yoga classes. Yeah, she goes to yoga class. To try and lose weight, which and, I think that's a co- pretty common situation. Yeah, you know? to try to lose weight. And well, this is also in the late 60s, early 70s. Okay. Which, this is when, this is before like they really tried to secularize yoga. This is like in the hippie movement where mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff comes out of like, a lot of these cults started like because of hippies and like new religious move, like new kind of the new age sort of thing that was very popular in the 60s. Mm-hmm. So she ends up going to yoga classes and gets really into yoga, starts locking herself like in her bathroom for hours on end, doing her like Kundalini yoga exercise, um, uh, breathing exercises for hours on end. And, you know, she gets really into yoga. And at some point she starts claiming to have visions of Jesus. <laughs> As you do, of course. Yeah. Uh- and her husband's having none of it. She's like, he's like, if, if you really want to see Jesus, come with me to church. And she's like, no, no, I'm seeing Jesus. And at some point, she claims to have stigmata. <laughs> oh, the next progression. <clears throat> next progression. The real or the, like the invisible? Uh, no. Well, she, her, she, her husband wakes up one night and finds she's downstairs with like blood everywhere. Oh, crap. and he still doesn't take it seriously. He's just like, wife's crazy. Wife's crazy. Give me another Budweiser. (laughs) (laughs) I'm watching UFC tonight. (laughs) Before UFC, but watching the fights. Uh, So he's not really taking it seriously, but she's, you know, breathing in the bathroom for three hours and cutting her hands. Yeah. And it's like, well, it may have been like fake blood too. Okay. Well, she ends up getting, well, she ends up getting introduced to this, like to this figure in the new age movement. And she ends up going around, become, gets start and this this prominent lady who's a prominent figure in the new age movement kind of latches onto her and starts introducing her around to these various like new age prayer and meditation circles mm-hmm. and, and introducing like literally as a saint like a living saint they like they'll literally go around and whisper in everyone's ear a saint is coming a saint is coming as this woman comes in and yeah so she, she breathes in her bathroom for three hours the saint is coming uh, <laughs> oh yeah and uh, at some point she starts claiming to have out of body experiences huh and it gets to the point it gets and she comes what's her name by joyce way? green joyce green joyce green yes 60s she wear green yoga pants this was before that was <laughs> this is before that before, was before neoprene was too well yeah, anyways she ends up go- going into these you know like like new age prayer so and she ends up getting a cult following, basically. Like people start latching onto her. People think she really is something special. She starts claiming to have out-of-body experiences. Ooh. And you know, what point they so what they have to do is they have to keep her in her body because apparently it's very painful for her to have out-of-body experiences. So do you know how they weigh her down? How do they do it? They they take they have to take uh one thing that can weigh her soul down is gold. <laughs> so <laughs> take have, brick of gold. Well, no, they have to give her gold bracelets to weigh her soul down keep her soul in her body oh what the heck dude so at least 24 carats too it doesn't work if it's not 24 carats what the heck right yep yeah yeah so they so, so is she like is she like levitating no no she's just having out like she's just like convulsing around claiming to have out of body experiences oh, what the heck? she just claimed i mean not there's very little like supernatural like she's not levitating or anything she's just getting her followers to buy her gold and at some point she starts going from 
she's a stigmatic having visions of Jesus to she's an incarnate the incarnation of the Hindu goddess Kali. Oh. <clears throat> See guys, Hindu this goddess. is why you don't do yoga. Okay, they're <laughs> you know, gonna start trying to have gold gold chains and stuff, know. like all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that, it all started with weight loss. Yeah, <laughs> it all started with. Just I'm go on. Too why fat. didn't you just go on Weight Watchers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just start walking. Walk around wait, Coney Island. They didn't don't do get a Weight Watch. They didn't have Weight Watchers back. Uh, then. Joyce Green. Did she, okay, so like well, she changes her name to Majaya. Okay, which is more Majaya. a Hindu name. That's oh, yeah. definitely Hindu. Yeah, and she ends up meeting this, you know, guy in the New Age move in that New Age movement named in that big yoga New Age movement. They end up running the cult to, to, together. They named Ram Das, and they end up running the cult together at some together for a while before they have this big falling out. So she ends up, you know, and all the while all this is happening, while mom is off running a cult, her her you know husband and three kids are sitting there. I was like, you know, mom's going off the rails. And they're just like, yep. <clears throat> so they, they're just chilling with it, you know, and no, she's, is she just, is she having these meetings in her house? No, at other people's houses. Oh, at other people's houses. Yeah, but mom is coming. Man, it's, you know, she stepped into it, but it's not like she didn't, those people are already like prone to that cultish new age type mm. stuff. They were already in that type of mindset and she yeah. just played into it. And you got to wonder with like Koresh, right? You go back to Waco. Um, he had to have been playing into, you know, uh, taking people's emotions and uh, religious sentiments and emotional vulnerabilities and all, t- all type of stuff. And then just manipulating it for his own, his own benefit. Yeah. You know, how much, and this is a question, you know, for us here, like how much do you think these people like, uh, like Koresh, this lady, uh, what was it, Jones? And what was it, Jim, Jim Jones? Jim Jones, yeah. Like, how much of it did they really think they were the incarnate Jesus, and how much of it was like, "Wow, I can get tons of women," and then they all think I'm God or something? Yeah, basically. you know what I mean. Like knowing yeah, that they they're yeah. definitely not the incarnate Christ. Like, I mean, did they believe it themselves? Well, some of these people were crazy. Like, I'll, I'll go on to that. You've heard of Heaven Heaven's Gate? Yes, that's yeah, actually pretty close. That Heaven's was in Gate. Rancho have, Santa Fe, really close in San Diego. I haven't heard of that. What's that? Okay, we'll get to that. Is one. that a Please. whole other cult? Yeah, yeah. Let's, okay, let's okay, move okay. to that. Let's move to that. So, having skate, yeah. The comet's coming. Comet's coming. Hey, Bob, comet, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Describe that. So, Heaven's Gate is this guy with a former Presbyterian minister, where he where, he was the son of a named Marshall Applewhite. He was the son of a Presbyterian minister who traveled around the country a lot, and he went to school for to become a Presbyterian minister, and he ended up dropping up to become a for his love of music to become a church. Um, he went to a church music director and he's married with several kids. So his name's Marshall Applewhite. And um, he ended up, you know, teaching at a music school and as I believe a college professor and he ended up getting fired for impropriety with a male student. And, you know, he gets another job and ends up getting fired again because you know he goes to therapy because is with he 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 may have he struggled with his sexuality obviously because he was married to a woman but then would have these affairs with male students so he ended up getting divorced by his wife and this was back I believe in the nineties where so he, where you could still go to therapy for that kind of thing mm-hmm. so he I believe goes to a it, it's a mental institution 
and he meets his partner in crime. This other woman who treats him there, I believe may have tr- I was either an inmate or treated him there. It's argued actually about which one. So this woman who was treating him at the trying to treat him at the mental facility and they end up and towards the end of his teaching career, Marshall Applewhite, you could tell was very like was becoming more and more unhinged, started to believe, talk more about UFOs. (laughs) So, yeah. So he and this other woman, they don't start like dating, but they end up going off around the country, preaching their gospel about how the UFOs. So their do- oh. their doctrine is pretty interesting. So theology majors, I want you to pay attention here, okay? <laughs> Marshall Applewhite, and yes. then he starts. He goes off into UFO alien type stuff. Well, he claims that he and his. I have to look up what his partner's name is. Mm. But um, hold on a second. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Marshall Applewhite. Yeah, Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles. Bonnie Nettles. Okay, I've heard Bonnie of Bonnie Nettles, Nettles before. Yeah. Yes. So Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles, they both form their UFO cult, where what they, they claim that they are the two witnesses talked about in the Book of Revelations. <laughs> Bring the Book of Revelations into this. Yeah. It's always the Book of Revelations. Yeah. It, it's like the, 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 you, there's a cult checklist. Yoga, Hinduism, the book and the book of revelations <laughs> and claiming to be Christ or like talking to Christ or something, something like that. Yoga, too. Hinduism and the book of revelations. Well, revelations is like, if you actually read it, it's very beautiful. And it's like, it almost puts your mind in a it's state about of like Christ in the church and prophecies of yeah, the end times. And also it's almost like conspiracies, but it's not, it's like, it's, I mean, it's well, there is like the, you know, you have the, uh, the whore of Babylon, you have yeah. Uh, yeah. the saints of the most high who have this, this battle and um, you have the trumpets being blown. Um, yeah. And it's very, it, we see it as very apocalyptic, but you know, it's also referencing the fall of Jerusalem and mm-hmm. the coming of the saints to take over Rome and you know, the new church, mm-hmm. but like people, you know, like heaven, heaven's gate people. Right. So they, they have the UFO stuff, right? Wait, Apple, he's Apple white is uh, uh Bonnie Nettles. They're yeah. heaven's gate. Right. Yeah. So, how did they end up with their their place out in Rancho Santa Fe in San Diego? Like, did well, they? Well, what ends up happening is they end up getting this following and moving from place to place, where they preach that you know they're not human, that you know that angels and demons are actually aliens, and that the human race oh. is threatened by a group of aliens called the Luciferians. Lucifer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sounds like and, Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the the two of them they're they're from kingdom level above human. Where they're what they are is they're aliens sent down into human bodies to go and to go and preach the gospel to everyone and to help uh, humans ascend into the next level. Oh, that's so freaking weird. Yeah. So <laughs> what so you have to do weird. is you. So they have to. They live this end up living this very ascetic life and living a very detached because you have to detach yourself from your humanity to ascend to a kingdom level above human, which is the next step in human evolution. And so. They go, you know, so they go to, they end up living in this, uh, you know, compound somewhere and the people and Bonnie Nettles ends up dying. And after she dies, cause she was like Marshall, they were never dating or like sexual or anything like that. But Marshall Applewhite, after that happens, he starts really going off the rails and preaching more and more about how the Luciferians are going to come and take over. <laughs> so what he decides is he, he and his, um, following they're going to ascend to the kingdom level above human 
And right as the Haybop comet was coming by Earth at the time, in so when the Haybop comet came by, he said, "Okay, you know, all right, guys, we're we're going to ascend the kingdom because it, it, the Haybop comet is actually a spaceship, and we're going to ascend, and they're going to take us all the way up to the next level of human evolution." So the night the comet was flying by, they uh, all poisoned themselves in their compound. And this is in the nineties as well. Yeah. Man, what, what the hell? Fucking nineties. I feel sorry for anybody who's born in the nineties. Jeez, <laughs> oh, that, that's us. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> oh shit, that is us. We <laughs> <laughs> were born in. I was ninety eight. Yeah, ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah, no, that's us. Uh, are you ninety seven? Crazy. Representing yeah. three different years in the Dude, 90s. that's so the weird. So I just said I feel sorry for myself, which I don't. Uh, <laughs> I apologize to absolutely no one. No. <laughs> um yeah. That and that was in San Diego, Rancho Santa Fe, and they all they all killed themselves. Rancho yeah. Santa Fe is like uber rich, like costs like probably about five million for the cheapest house in, in Rancho Santa Fe. I was looking up some uh I don't know what the site is called. It's red something, red fur or red something, but it's like uh, a site where it just shows you house prices in like different areas. And dude, I was looking up San Diego stuff and I'm just like, Lord of mercy, it is so high. Yeah. And you got to think like they made all this money off of just telling people to believe they're going to ascend to the next evolution. And then all this weird stuff starts happening. And then, yeah, you got to wonder how like Bonnie dying affected him. He may have just been yeah. like, I really just want to kill myself. Let's make everybody else do it. And Let's make everybody else miserable and just like, yeah, well, how many people died in a new cult? It was a lot. Right? Uh, was a lot. Yeah, what is it, a lot of people. What does it take though to join a cult? Because I mean, like you yeah, must let's talk about that. You yeah. you must members, like thirty nine. Wow, you must have some sort of experience where you're just like, I don't want to live my regular life anymore. Yeah, well, a lot of people who get into cults, like some of them, depending on what it is, some of them are very dysfunctional people. Other ones are like normal people who get somehow fall or maybe are in like in a vulnerable state and get drawn under the charisma of a, a, a of a cult leader because all these people tend to be very charismatic it cares not charismatic in the sense of like father yeah. michael scanlon obviously charismatic is and they're very yes very you know charming very good at manipulating people so they end up getting all drawn into these leaders and a lot i know with heaven's gate you have stories about parents leaving their children to go join this cult because they end up getting so and very functional people too, getting because they get so convinced about this stuff. That's so weird. We have it's like it's such a um, it's like a wave, a wave of convincing that people get so like what, what was the movie? It wasn't a cult, but it was Matthew McConaughey, State of Jones. I haven't seen where, it. Yeah. Oh, have you seen State of Jones? Matthew McConaughey? I've heard it. That's about the one with the <clears throat> Confederate. Um, yeah. The they film. all like went rogue and joined. It, was, it wasn't It was a cult though that he was. No, it was yeah. just like his own kind of separate army. But still like in that movie, it shows what it takes for people to like join something. Like to literally just join something. Especially like a cult. Like because the people that are joining it don't think that it's a cult. Because if they did, I don't of think course. they would join it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like it's. They get so swarmed with information. It seems like, like feedback, right? So you start yeah. small, you know, like because I was playing poker last night, right? If you're betting and you want people to really bet, you don't just like, you know, you have like a flush. You're like, wow, I got great cards, right? You don't just start out with like a bunch of greens 
right away. Yeah. You like build up to the big bets so you can get other people into it. Yeah. Because if they put in five on the next round, maybe you can get them to put in 20. Hmm. Maybe the round after that, you can get them to put in 60 and then you could take the big bet. This cold type stuff like, hey, you know, this really charismatic guy in, you know, this Baptist church in Texas. Yeah, he's saying all these really amazing stuff. And then he gets up there and he starts like preaching like crazy. And there's all these people around you who are like mm. nodding their heads and like clapping and like, wow, yeah. this is amazing. And then you're like, he's saying a bunch of crazy ass shit, right? <laughs> like, what is he talking about? And then, but but once you see everybody around you, he's like, wow, wow, okay, well, I'm gonna, I guess I'll clap. I don't know. And uh, and then you end up coming back again. And then and then all of a sudden that like feedback loop of everyone around me believes yeah. it. This guy's really charismatic. Well, maybe he's saying something true. And then you just start to just feedback loop of, I went and I felt something. And then and then you couple that with vulnerability, right? Like yeah. you're emotionally unstable. You had a really bad thing in your life. Um, uh, you know, something really bad happened to you and you need a solution. You need a savior. You need some narrative that's going to get your life structured again. And then all of a sudden you're in a compound with your whole family in Waco, Texas. And... Uh, <laughs> And then you're too deep at that point. Like there's no, yeah. there's, no there's no getting out no at that point, right? Yeah. Well, if Koresh has raped your wife like a hundred times and the ATF are about to raid your home, like at that point, <clears throat> sorry, but you're a cult member. You're a cult member. You but it's a cult. gradual thing. It's it's not like instantaneously like somebody yeah. walks up and like, hey, I'm the incarnation of Christ. Oh, well, crap. <laughs> I mean, all right, oh, let's do it. Let's head <laughs> off, man. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a very gradual. And, and these people are, you know, the, the leaders of these cultures are extremely manipulative. Yeah, like extremely, and they they understand, like you're saying, like they they all are charismatic and they're great speakers, and they kind of like lead you to believe, um, all these different crazy ass stuff about them. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. <clears throat> Yoga that leads it into it. That's really funny, and and you got to wonder how much the demonic really oh, is yeah. present in all of this. Well, yeah, some of the yeah, some I know with the the Joyce Green lady, she was able to now reportedly this has not been confirmed, but. Obviously, but she was supposedly able to tell people things that only that only they would know or other people that they would know. Hmm. So it's like, and then a lot of these cults like involve stuff like channeling spirits and things like that. Yeah, Even summoning though, evil things for sure. Yeah, it's like you, you got to wonder how much a lot of these people are under demonic influence. So what in the Catholic Church? There's teachings right on yoga, or those kind of there's. Isn't there certain movements that you're like not supposed to do or whatever? Yeah, you're not supposed to do yoga in okay. general. You're not supposed yeah, to do because, yoga. But why? I mean, you can go stretch. So well, like, what is... what is all of them have Hindu like worship meanings behind them to different wor- pagan gods. But stuff. can is right? But is there... Is there... Can you do yoga without worshiping things? That's where it gets weird because yeah, it's like, can you stretch like, without worshiping Hindu gods? It's like, yeah, you can stretch and like do weird... That type of stuff. But like... If it's yoga, it's yoga. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like some people, some people will try to secularize it. I mean, I know a lot of exorcists warn against it. I, I've heard other priests and exorcists say it's okay. I'm not going to, I don't want to get on opinions about theology. I personally stay away from it. Yeah. It's, you mean you don't do yoga, Jerry? <laughs> you don't do yoga? I did yoga once. I used to do yoga all the time. I'm kidding. Oh, good. <laughs> Alex gave me a look like, no, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, but okay. So it's just about it, turning the exercise. I guess yoga then invokes bad spirits. I mean, if it's if it's evil, then and the Catholic Church teaches that it, you shouldn't do it. I mean, my sister does yoga, 
Who? So- Sophie? The oldest one, Michaela. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, and tell her to stop it. Nothing is <laughs> nothing bad has come of it. Well, I that's mean, kind of consequentialist. I mean, just uh, because nothing bad's happened yet doesn't, doesn't yeah doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Okay, yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like you know you do the one stretch and all of a sudden you're like I'm possessed you know, <laughs> know. like that. But it's just lift like your that. leg, your right leg, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Satan coming! I can feel it. Should have been the left leg. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yoga. Anyways, let's let's yeah. get back more on uh. More conspiracies. All right, there there are other ones you want to get to. Oh yeah, because there's more like threads. I want to go back and really like tie it in with like our opinions of how cults really form and what are their kind of like similarities and that type of stuff. But I do want to get to more of them. There's a lot of like, uh, there's a lot of uh, psychological research about it. Where you know, different like you were saying earlier, a lot of um how they form or how they get usually involves a charismatic leader who isolates people from other pe- from people outside the cult like that's a key part of how they isolate people hmm. um like, like that's of how they get people in is a lot of it's isolating people taking a vulnerable person and like isolating them uh, from their friends and family yeah, isolating like their normal circumstances yeah. and trying to make them all part of the cult yeah trying to and like they'll do things like sleep like have them work for long hours a day like to the point where they're sleep deprived which makes them more suggestible and there's all there's a lot of I'm not a psychologist or a psych major, so you can all obviously you can find a lot of this uh psych psychology of how it works, but a lot of it's basically brainwashing. Hmm. There's a lot of cult members. And they do weird brain. sexual stuff to like some of them do, not all of them. Okay. Yeah. A good number do. A good yeah. number do. And then that also leads to the guilt and the shame and the vulnerability. Yeah. And you must be a part of our group and yeah. you, know, so you participated it, in this. So. Is yoga a cult? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think yoga is a cold. Okay, it, it no. leads to more like, it, yeah, it can sometimes lead to Weird unsavory stuff. things. What else would you say, like characteristics of the makings of a cult? You could say uh, generally, if they, you know, there's one. There's an interesting article: seven signs you're in a cult from the Atlantic. Hmm. So, which the Atlantic is pretty good, and it's like. One of the things that they deviate significantly from, you know, scripture or something like that, or it, so like there's a couple callings. I'd like if somebody claims to be the second coming of Christ, that's a bad sign. Probably one of them. Yep. Yeah. If somebody uh, apocalypse predictions, mm-hmm. that's not always a good thing. Would you okay. say Mormonism is a cult? I it is. I, I, I would. I, I would not call Mormonism a cult. I mean, maybe you could make an argument. Yeah. That I mean, I think, their their founder claimed to have yeah. direct revelation from God. I I think they it's, all had to move out together to Utah, right? They have um, they have their own private rituals that are that are pretty weird. They're very convinced that they they have a very terrestrial like paradise thing where everybody gets their own world. Yeah. They also believe you should have tons of kids uh, mm-hmm. for some reason. Um, you have to do missionary work as a, you know, a young person and got to abide by all that type of stuff. Okay. It's so, kind of expanded, right? Because they're more, ex- they're more like, I mean, you go to yeah, Utah, they're like, like a, they're like, you know, they're not going to have tanks running down Mormon temples anytime soon because they're not doing anything technically illegal, but. Does that extend the definition of cult too far? You would say. I would say so. I don't. I don't. I've known Mormons before. I, I some very good people who are Mormons. I have a lot I of good friends that are Mormon. Yeah, yeah I would. Well, like, how them. involved are they? Like, 
I don't know, but I didn't know him very well in, in high school. I, I had a Mormon friend in high school, so I didn't know. But, you know, the thing with Mormonism is it's like, I mean, it, it's a I'd say it's more of a religion than it is a cult. I mean, you can make an argument that it started as a cult. I would I would make that argument. I think yeah. that yeah. it's a religion. I, mean, I think that it's still a cult, but I think that there's obviously they have teachings and stuff. They have a book of Mormon. But but I mean <clears throat> my dad's read okay. I want to go to the article that you said. This is really interesting. So uh it's from the Atlantic and it says the seven signs that you're in a cult. Okay. Maybe we could break this down just a little bit. Go for it. First one, opposing critical thinking. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Second one, isolating members and penalizing them for leaving Islam. <laughs> they can con- they the condemn you to yeah, death yeah. if you leave. Apostasy. So are they yeah. a cult? Uh yeah. Number three, emphasizing special doctrines outside scripture. Okay, what's that an example of? Uh like, oh, I'm the second coming of Christ or I'm the yeah, that's not there you go. That's not in scripture. That's what? Well, that's not in scripture. Yeah, yeah. That Jerry O'Rourke is the second coming of Christ. <laughs> okay. Oh, I think that's somewhere. You know, this one order. is interesting. Seeking inappropriate loyalty to their leaders. That sounds like yeah. pedophilia. Well, not pe- yeah. It's like I mean, just like sexual, sexual stuff. Yeah. yeah. Not necessarily, but yeah, loyalty to the loyalty. leader in the sense of like you can't leave. This guy is you know the second coming. Yeah, of Christ. This guy's the like second coming of Christ, and then yeah, or. Something like that. Also, for number three, like aliens. The, the number three, the one about uh, you know inter- emphasizing uh, special, special doctrines. doctrines, like yeah. aliens. The aliens are coming, or his weird ideas. David Crush's weird ideas about the end of the world and the apocalypse. Right. Okay. Number five, dishonoring the family unit. So in the Quran, it says you can beat your wife with a stick. Uh, I think that means You're very intense on putting Islam. I, I, I think too. I don't. Yeah, because I think Islam is a cult. We can talk about Islam. Islam <clears throat> is that's Islam subject. is a cult, man. It's the most evil religion that it, there is. Okay, number six, crossing biblical boundaries of behavior in parentheses versus sexual purity and personal ownership. Crossing biblical boundaries of behavior. What does that mean? Like you know, give me all your money. Or, you know, a lot. Oh, I get it. I'll get people what you're saying. Will, founders will abuse their, you know, cult members oftentimes. And the seventh one, separation from the church. Oh, boy. Like, like, schis- like schismatic groups or weird groups that claim to be the true Christianity. One of the ones I wanted to talk about as being a cult, it's not as extreme, but it's wacky, it would be the Palmarian Catholic Church. Palmarian. Palmarian Catholic Church. Here we go. All right. Let's so hear the it. Palmarian Catholic Church is a schismatic uh, Sede Vicantis uh, group that is uh, known for that basically in Spain, it claims that, you know, Vatican, all the typical Sede Vicantis things like Vatican II is evil, every pope since, you know, about pope, you know, depending on where you since place John the 23rd. John the 23rd is an anti-pope. All right, though I think they recognize Pope Paul VI as a martyr for some reason. As a martyr? I know. It's these That's weird crazy. conspiracy yeah, yeah, yeah. theories. I mean, you get all kinds of wacky stuff. But he's a saint in their church, and they're a set of a contest group ordained by, and they have Episcopal, I'm be- pretty sure they have valid holy orders. So what it is, it's like a group of, um, it's um, it's church in Spain. They claim that because of ver- their founder, had visions of the Virgin Mary and claimed to be stigmatic and all this stuff. 
a lot of visions and fake stigmata and mm. they broke off from the Catholic church and their founder who was a, a priest who, or, you know, who was ordained a priest by Archbishop Tuck, which we can get into him. Uh, he's an interesting guy. And he, or he was consecrated a bishop by one of these, by a Sede Vacantis bishop. And yeah, no, he claimed, and he claims to be the Pope of the Palmarian Catholic Church of the real papacy, which the papacy was moved to some small town in Spain or was moved in some small town in Spain. That's what these people claim. And they run their own Catholic church. Wow. What the heck? They run <laughs> their Spain, man. They run their own Catholic church and there's a Pope in Spain. Yeah. There's a, per, there's somebody who cl- claims to be the Pope in Spain to this day. Yeah. That, well, Interestingly enough, so this got this was, I believe, back around I forget when it was, but he's you know around Vatican II, like sixties, seven sixties, seventies, where where all the Sede contest stuff was starting. And it's still like there is a good number of Sede contests here in the United States too. There, I mean, they think that yeah, the chair has been empty uh, of of Rome, right? So the Pope is not the Pope; he's actually an anti-Pope. And that we've not had a legitimate pope since, and then fill in the blank, since Pius yeah, XII, since Pius X, since who knows? Well, yeah. there's been a lot of popes that have been molesters, too, that have been just like child abusers. Well, there's and, there's like, well, no, no, not right? a lot. Not, not, well, there, not no, a obviously lot. not a lot, but there have been, right? There's like, there have no, been not, some. I don't, no, I don't, I don't think, no, not been? pedophilia. I'm not no, sure. but really? Alexander, I thought there was. I don't believe so. Jeez. I thought in the early church, no, I thought in the early church there was. Pre, uh, no, not in the popes, early church. Definitely not, the, not in the early church. But not, no, you're so talking like the, the early Renaissance popes, 1500s. I, I don't know. I saw some some articles that talked about like really, really corrupt propaganda. Cor- I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. There were corrupt but popes. Like, corrupt yeah. popes. So I, I don't know. Agree I don't know. Maybe not pedophilia, popes. but not pedophilia. Some, I don't believe there's anything ever yeah. on that level. No, but there, mm. they did have like there were popes that did have mistresses. Yeah. No, um, that's, that what, that's what I meant. Yeah, like affairs yeah, and stuff. Affairs, that that's not thing. pedophilia, but like, like affairs, sexual relations. Yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Anyways, I mean, that still wouldn't invalidate a pope no. in, terms, in terms of his, um, you know, that he is the pope. It would just be terrible and, and a very big yeah. evil and a big scandal because he's also the pope. What's the, what's the process of, like, can you get rid of a pope? I do know. You can't depose a pope. No, I don't believe. I so, thought no. so. The he can res- not the now, cardinal. The first. I mean, okay. Benedict XVI is one of the first popes ever to resign. I mean, there was one other. I believe um, so. Yeah, but but yeah, Benedict. Uh, so the pope can resign and then give give his you know be in as pope emeritus because bishops today when they turn seventy five, most of them retire and become the bishop emeritus emeritus of a place. And there's a new bishop who comes in. Um, so yeah, Benedict's one of the first who became Pope Emeritus, uh, who's still alive, Benedict XVI. And, um, but yeah, you can't depose a Pope. You can't like call a council. And now that, yeah. that does, there was the, the council where there was like three Popes claiming at once. Yeah. That's and basically all of them. The yeah. That's a whole nother it's thing. Like, but what if in a, general, the Pope can't be deposed. So yeah. what if a Pope like completely goes rogue, starts pedophilia, starts doing all these terrible things? And like jeopardizes the Catholic Church. Like, what are you supposed? Is there nothing you can do? March on Rome, I guess. But I don't. You can't. Nah, nah, you can't. Eh. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know really what you can do. My, I'm not the. I don't have the person to ask about this. Oh, yeah. The reason I talk I, about I don't know. weird I'm, cults is because I don't have to talk about actual I feel like, theology. I, but yeah. I feel like there should be some form of 
the Pope has to answer to something. Answers to Christ. Yeah. That's it. There's no there's no temporal authority greater or no spiritual authority, no temporal authority, no pastoral authority greater. It's crazy. Yeah, that's why you have to pray for him because yeah. If you not know, a lot of people have, there's a lot of people that don't like Pope Francis. There's a yeah. lot of Catholics that I know that don't like Pope Francis. In fact, really despise him. Mm-hmm. And one thing is for like the Amazon Synod, how could a pope allow and a committee, an assembly of priests from the Amazon that want to have women diaconates and married priests. Well, I believe he said that um, that, that that he's spoken out against having female deacons. But not against married priests? It should be the other way around, I feel like. He should speak out against having married priests, but okay, let women diaconates slide. Why? Why would Pope Francis do that? He must be insane. No, it's he not, must be crazy. Insane. Not insane. There's a lot of there's a lot of pressures around him and stuff. Pressures. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Okay. Amazon Center. I think we're getting uh, a little we're bit off. A little. We'll yeah, continue with cults. Yeah, it's well, like I feel uncomfortable. Pope Francis is not in a cult. Yeah. We must pray. No. Now here's not. the thing too with like okay, cult. We use it in a kind of let's say um, in the same way you use like the word terrorist. It's it's a a, a term that is charged with a type of meaning. Mm. And it's really hard to distinguish characteristics that make you know the Koresh stuff a cult but don't make Mormonism a cult right yeah. likewise it's like okay well that's a terrorist organization okay Al Qaeda's terrorist well they were also funded by Saudi Arabia in a lot of ways does that make Saudi Arabia as a country a terrorist organization it, it's in that same type of realm of like you throw the term with a type of meaning to mm-hmm. but it's hard to distinguish the characteristics but if we had to okay how would we distinguish Mormonism for example, uh, we could even take Islam from things like Koresh, Jim Jones, things that end up with a failed suicidal experiment rather than Mormonism, which is now like, you know, all over Utah and other places. And they're trying to like convert the third world places and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, is is it the only reason Mormonism isn't a cult is because it's now like it been established for longer and the definition of cult is very like it, it, my understanding is that it's argued about mm-hmm. and that it, it's some people may most of the time when people are talking about cults they are talking about destructive cults. Right. So groups that like try to generally the general gist of the definition tends to be like groups that try to isolate people with some doesn't necessarily have to be religious. Like there have been, you know, socialist cults and like other kinds of stuff like that. But a lot of them tend to use religion and with a charismatic leader. Right. Yeah. They use religion, charismatic leader, you know, they, they, uh, well, those characteristics you were talking about. I don't know. Mormonism in its early form, its nascent form, seemed to be very cultish, right? And they were not, the reason why they had to go west is because they were not accepted in New York, right? Weren't they in New York? Uh, Something like that. Something like that. And they had to just go west until they found a place where, you know, they could have all their crazy, you know, whatever stuff. Well, it started with a guy named Joseph Smith, right? Reading stuff out of a hat. Like well, he, he had, to, right? Maybe <laughs> he claimed to have received um, revelation from the angel Moroni. Uh, I think it's, I think no, it's yeah. Moroni. Yeah, you no. probably know much more about this. Wrote than it I down. Know. Wrote it down, and uh, claimed to have this revelation. And uh, yeah, and then got a cult following in New York. But they, the the people were like, "You guys are nuts! Get the hell out of my state!" And they started pushing them out, and they were getting persecuted and stuff. 
And so they left. And so they started marching west, and they ended up in Utah. And hence Brigham Young University. Hence Brigham Young. Hence why Utah is all Mormon stuff. And uh, yeah, it, and and uh, yeah, Brigham Young. I think he was one of the original uh, guys, along with um, Joseph Smith. But I'm, I'm pretty sure he kind of tempered the sayings of Joseph Smith. So, like, one of the sayings was, um, once you get baptized as a Mormon, if you're a black person, your your blackness will fall off like scales and you'll turn white. <laughs> I'm not kidding about this. Your blackness will fall off like scales. And you'll be white as snow. That's what he said. <laughs> he meant that literally. Well, I mean, Joseph Smith was a white supremacist, for sure. And he was... Definitely very Probably racist. So. I mean, he was very that racist. Seems just that's a well little known. white supremacist to me. I mean, uh, that's well known. But like, you know, there. Yeah, how Joseph Smith. Yeah, how his life ended up going, the wives he had. The uh, you know, because the early on Mormonism, multiple wives, that type of stuff. Um. Oh, he was very polygamy. You know, became wealthy off all these people who he had convinced. Uh, they ended up having all this territory in Utah. Um, this is back when like Utah is nothing but like desert and arches and, you know, they had the mountains and stuff, but it's, it's, you know, um, yeah. And then it ends up being there for, and it's still around today. And, you know, I, I was talking, I had Clem on the podcast the other time we were talking about, uh, modesty or whatever. We, we ended up on like families. Oh no, it was with Nick with the NFP. And like, if you have a huge family, like the first question they ask you is, Oh, are you Mormon? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, the second one is, are you Catholic? Uh, but yeah, and they have this weird stuff about if you uh, if you persist in being a Mormon and you do some good things or something, you end up becoming like the god of your own planet. Yeah. Yep. And you get to populate yep. the planet with your species. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's, that's just. Yeah. 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 Oh. I think, and there's a good rule of thumb. Let's add this to Alex's list of your occult, which is the good rule of thumb is promising some type of earthly terrestrial paradise, right? Yeah. I mean, the the hadiths that allow for you know you you if you die for Allah and you get seventy two virgins, and like mm-hmm. a total, and and they're described as brown eyed virgins. Who are, and then you have this like huge palace basically, and all these like any foods you want, and you all this type own, of stuff. You get your own Taj Mahal. <clears throat> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Although that's like a burial place. That'd yeah, be kind of weird. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, the yeah, size of like Taj Mahal. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Size of Taj Mahal. If they're promising you some earthly perfection paradise while taking your money and then raping your women, <laughs> that probably does not. You know, doesn't really add up. That doesn't really add up that much. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, and then okay with with Mormonism, like that's another thing. The way that these cults treat women, I think that should be a very clear indication. Good as well. point. Like, Good point. Mormonism and Islam both treat. I mean, uh, look, I'm taking the original Mormonism, not how it's evolved yeah, today into the nice people that we see today. That you know, you go through Utah and they're all smiling and you know, really nice people. And I've known a lot of Mormons, and they're really nice and usually very decent, moral, good people. Mm. And that's all you. I'm talking about the Joseph Smith cult that came out of New York Mormonism, mm. not what it's came come to be today. Although there's things to say about how it is today. Um, yeah, how it treats women. Any religion that has polygamy should just right away be sincerely suspect. And and to any moral claims they make after polygamy is just like totally you should just ignore it right once yeah. you say you yeah. can have multiple wives 
right? Mm-hmm. Like even natural law would tell you like <laughs> without any revelation, any religious stuff, like having one wife and having a family and not having multiple women. It's just terrible. And, and that I think it, that's another the uh, another big facet of it. These cultish type leaders, multiple wives, they end up getting all the money and the property, uh-huh. right? And then they promise you some type of terrestrial paradise with women and money and whatever in the next life. Well, they all take that from you in this life. That seems to be, for me, one of those defining characteristics, it's, right? Yeah. I mean, especially like you were saying, once you kind of get an indication of one person or one man getting multiple women, like when you start seeing the multiple women, like the virgins and everything, it automatically a light should go on in your mind saying, okay, this is just, this is getting, this is getting kind of screwed up and weird. And let's take it. uh, And this is, I I've heard this recently about, um, I think it was at a theology talk or something about like the beauty of celibacy for priest and, and how they spread their missionary activity. So if you're, let's say you're, um, uh, Augustine of Canterbury, right. And you're going to Mm. England, you're sent by Pope Gregory, the, the great to go convert England. And you show up, right? And you show up with your group of missionaries, right? And they're like, all right, what are you here for? King Maynard's saying. It's like, do you want our you want to take some of our property? Are you invading? It's like, no, we we take vow of poverty. We're not trying to take anything from you. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, what do you want our women? Like you here to womanize? It's like, no, we're we're celibate. And uh, well, you know, who's like, are you trying to rule my country somehow? He's like, no, I'm obedient to the Pope. Like what the hell are you here for? Then? <laughs> you know, you don't want our women, you don't want our property. What do you want, right? It's like I want to spread the gospel. There's something when when you you know if we lost celibacy, and we started when when the clergy start becoming very entrenched in property and and very entrenched in worldly things, like they lose the ability to really be convincing in missionary activity, right? Because there's nothing they they're trying to gain off of you. The cults, they're always trying to gain some like earthly yeah. stuff almost all the time. There can be crazy French cases where they literally have no material type gain to be gained mm-hmm. from it. But now other people will be cynical and be like, well, the missionaries still get all this influence. And it's like, yeah, but that they're doing it for the gospel and for the sake of salvation. And you can't, that line isn't, um, uh, yeah. It, I'm not saying that can't become corrupted too. Like you can, there have been very corrupt missionaries who go to places and they're trying to take over basically and make their own societies. Like some weird stuff with the Jesuits in South America with their liberation theology stuff that early on they thought they were going to make like some type of like Catholic society down there. Um, I don't know if you've seen recently with Unipro Serra in California, but people have been saying like, well, he was just trying to promote the Spanish empire and stuff. And you're like, you've completely misunderstood this guy. Yeah, you this fryer who gave up, he could have had a cozy life in Spain. He's a smart, really smart guy. Gave his whole life to founding the missions in California yeah. in Mexico. I've right? been to his burial mm-hmm. site. Where it's in the north, right? Yeah, it's up in San Carlos Borromeo in Carmel. Right. Pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh yeah, that's pretty crazy to think. I mean, he did so much. He evangelized with Indians, he did all through the missions, just created so many missions lot in central and southern california right in san diego um and it's crazy yeah for (laughs) for somebody to say that he was promoting the spanish empire like that's that's a little weird absurd yeah Mm. you know you know one of the things that actually will get you know colts gives me a the whole thing with colts 
I feel like gives me a new appreciation for Catholicism because it's like, you know, I've heard, I'm sure you guys have heard it as well. The whole trope that all religion are, are from like certain new atheist, Richard Dawkins types right. that all, you know, all religions are cults. It's like when you actually study what a religion is, it's a, you, know, you realize this is not, you look at, you know, we look at our own religion. We realize that this is not a cult. It, it, and this is in no rational definition of, of, of the word. Would this be considered a cult? Well, I think one thing that can kind of tell you that the Catholic, that Catholicism isn't a cult, is the complexity of its structure, right? So we have a pope, we have cardinals, we have bishops, we have regular priests, we have all sorts of like financial people that like work in, you know, parishes, like you have priests that run parishes, you have so many things at work in a Catholic church. I mean, you think, I think for a person that would just come in and want to come into the Catholic Church, they'd see, okay, a priest uh, has a parish. He has a room. He just goes in his office. He just does homilies and confessions. And people come in and that's it. But like he does so many things, like not only run the church, or, uh, run, you know, like his church and his parish, but sometimes priests have to take care of schools. They have to go out and just get, priests are literally psychologists too. I mean, they're trained to give people advice, like serious mm. mental advice. Like priests have so, they're like the foundation. They have so many responsibilities and duties yeah. that they have to do. It like shows you, how can this be a cult? Mm. Like they have so many things to do. It's not like they're stuck on one thing. There's so many duties and responsibilities that not only they mm. have, but bishops, cardinals, like the whole structure of the Catholic church is just like, there's no way this can possibly be a cult. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Nice. That term "cult" that we use, like it, yeah, it it is kind of amorphous in a way. It's yeah. it's like, oh, well, Mormonism. Oh, that's a religion. It's like, I don't know. I mean, there's some really weird founding stuff that that term "cult." Like, oh, Islam. Well, they treat women really badly and multiple wives, and um, there's different characteristics and stuff, but uh. I mean, imagine if the Koresh stuff in Waco, if they didn't have allegations of child stuff and they didn't have allegations of, um, yeah, firearm. firearms, they probably could have continued for a yeah, while. Yeah, they probably would still yeah. be around today. Imagine that. You know? How did they get all their firearms? I don't know. I think they had people sell them to them. You know, it's like. Illegally. Okay. Yeah. All right. Which is, that's pretty crazy. So. Yeah, it's I been a wonderful podcast. Well, that, no, oh, okay. saying, did you want it? No, no. We're going to the we next got thing. More. <laughs> we, have, we have like 15 minutes, so we got a lot more. I didn't know if you I, had to go. Just, go no, ahead. I don't have to go. Good. I was about to say, did you want to move to the second topic? Which Let's is please. Conspiracy Let's do theories. it. Let's get Let's some conspiracy theories out on the table. I got my uh, got my conspiracy theory shirt on. So All right. it's got I got the, my Italian shirt on. I don't think Italy's a conspiracy, but <laughs> we'll continue with that. Finland my death to the world shirt. You got your Italy Sure. Yeah. There's been a lot of conspiracies in Italy. Well, yeah, that, that's where the Freemasons yeah. originally. I'm really? pretty sure the Freemasons were like my northern uncle, Italy. My uncle was a Freemason. Yikes. Yeah. Well, was. I mean, everyone knows that Finland is a, is a fake country. So. Uh, I've it's been, not a real country. Doesn't exist. I've been right outside a Freemason temple before. Right outside of it is very like they. I mean, one of their number one enemies is Catholic Church. Yeah. Oh, their biggest enemy is probably the Catholic yeah. Church. I think well, Catholic I, Church I, condemns the Freemasons. Yeah. I was I remember that the I remember hearing from actually the other day I heard from someone in the Knights of Columbus that that's part of why the Knights of Columbus were 
was promoted is that it was and I mean, it started as a, a life in short, sort of something to help, you know, Catholic men take care of each other's families. But part of the Knights of Columbus, it was also meant to help combat the Freemasons. Yeah. Because Freemasonry was so prevalent in the United States. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they still have a big foothold in, yeah. in a lot of things. Uh, I think they also were involved in the original like public schooling in the United States. They like the original founders too were, you know, a lot of them were Freemasons. Uh yeah, that it, conspiracy and cultish. It's it's very cultish in a way. They're rationalist. They also have some, you know, weird rituals. They're very anti-Catholic. Um, I don't know if you know, uh, like Maximilian Kolbe, one of his uh, big things was combating uh, Freemasonry. Mm-hmm. And he actually approached the Pope uh, to found, I think it's called the Knights of the Immaculata. Or Militia like Immaculata. Militia of the Immaculata, yeah. Which was basically a group to, you know, pray and go against the Freemason ideologies. Because part of it was the... Uh, disestablishment of church and state in the West and the foundation of the kingdom of Italy against the papal states, uh, the foundation of uh, uh, foundation of nation states, trying to put the church, tr- trying to dispossess the church and the church's possessions in Europe. Um, and to, yeah. And, and have all these people in this type of Freemasonic uh, <laughs> almost a cult, but yeah, yeah. This kind of yeah. like cultish organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so, all right, so what do you guys know about the? So the Earth is flat, right? <laughs> or <laughs> right. a bowl, or a bowl. Yes, at this point the time. Earth is flat. Wait, wait. So I was gonna say, that was what I was gonna go to. If the Earth is a bowl, where's the North Pole? Well, the North Pole doesn't exist. <laughs> so you know, according, I don't know, but I don't know. But there must be a South Pole because it goes down, right? Well, you know, the South Pole. Well, the South Pole is probably at the center of the bowl. And then the North Pole is like a rim. A rim. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know in um, a lot of flat earth theory, which is a fun word to say. Let's hear it. So in a flat earth theory, the way they do explain the North Pole is that uh, so, so you have the South Pole that's in the middle, right? So the Earth's a disk. If the Earth is flat, the, earth, the, the South Pole is in the middle. And then the continents are kind of a, a ring around it. And you can find like flat earth maps on the internet. Um, but then, so there's the, uh, the North pole is like a ring of ice around the entire disc. And some people will say that it stretches out forever. Crazy. So you ever heard the term ice wall? I haven't heard ice wall. I've heard of ice wall. Yeah. Yeah. Some people believe that there's literally a giant like ice wall around the flat earth. Where do you get, where do they get these thoughts? <laughs> where, what do you, what makes them think of this? Where's the, there must be science behind them thinking that. There must be some sort of like, why is there an ice wall there? Well, maybe the freaking space is so cold that it just, it creates ice. I don't know. Well, a lot of people <laughs> who are flat earthers also deny that space exists. How can you deny? <laughs> you, you, okay, Sputnik. So, that's a gar- <laughs> Sputnik. Good, goodbye. Goodbye, Sputnik. Kel, I'm going to ask you a question. What does... What what do NASA and um, Sputnik and all that stuff have in common? Space. They're run by the government. <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah, That's yeah. So point. they're they're really a lot of um, yeah, it's government conspiratorial stuff. Yeah, the government's so like, really lying to us with this type of stuff to get did, us to fund the breakaway civilization. Did that we is NASA. not? Did we not land a man on the moon by nope, the name of didn't. Neil Armstrong? 
No, okay. well, not according so that, to these all that people. footage is fake. According to these people, yeah, it's acted out. So you'll get people who say that um, that you know videos of the ISS when they're in um, in zero gravity floating around that they're people who try to make the case that they're actually on wires. Okay, so what about the space station going up into space? We well, have people say that isn't real. <laughs> they're stupid. That thing literally went up in the air, and we saw it. Well, no, 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 no. Well, everyone knows that space doesn't exist. <laughs> everyone knows. It's, uh, how are you so far behind? Uh, yeah, can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, continue. So space, so space doesn't exist, right? So some people I've heard, and, and there's different schools of thought in flat Earth. Uh, so like some people say that uh, you know the firmament, believe in a little like glass firmament in the sky that's sur- covered by water, and that that there is no space. You just have a bunch of water. Then how does the Earth rotate? It doesn't. Or how, how, how does how no, does the there the how is there rotation in our solar system? The Earth doesn't rotate. So what happens at, is that the sun uh, revol- is that the sun moves and the Earth stays still. So you well, you, of- yeah, no, 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 no. But like the how is there like rotation in our like you know planets moving? Yeah, well they well they all move around in the space. Or some people say that the sun moves around and that moves around and that the planets are all like illusions or made up by the government or something. <laughs> you can't reason with those people. No. Yeah. It's a kind of, it's an ideological yeah. like faith-based proposition of it's flat. I mean, obviously flat. Know, like, the government even is flat, lying to even us. Even flat has some, so, uh, has <laughs> no, some yeah. uh, dimensions. Everything can be explained by the ideology, right? So yeah. if there's mountains, then yeah, there could be, yeah, just take a piece of paper and crumble it a little bit. Look, there's ridges, you know, on yeah, the yeah. piece of paper. And you ask them like, well, what's on the edge of the earth? Well, there's this giant ice wall. <laughs> Why is there? I don't know. I know. Well, if we went and proved there's no giant ice wall at the edge of the earth, and they'd be like, well, you went to the wrong place. Well, let me just use my map. Well, your map is a globe, so I don't think your map is correct. <laughs> like, there's when you talk about reasoning, there's not. And it's a, yeah, no, it's a faith-based. Yeah. You believe it or you don't. And well, then if you try and reason with them. Either just give up or you present them with some anomaly that they're actually going to like look into it and then be yeah. like, yeah, I'm kind of stupid. But yeah, there's not there's not <laughs> well, much reasoning involved in that. There is reasoning. There's a lot of people who try to claim, do scientific experiments on YouTube. We were talking about this at the beginning of the podcast. YouTube, boys. Do scientific experiments to prove that the earth is flat. And I have a YouTube rec- channel recommendation for everyone. It's called Simandan. So it's S-E-I- M A N D A N Simon Simon. So what Dan. he is? He's um he's a YouTuber. Um, his whole thing is that yeah he's like kind of a he, he you guys have heard the term scientism right? Yeah. Kind of kind of like a science scientism and the kind of the Richard Dawkins type thing. So sometimes he goes against you know like you know, p- people who don't believe in evolution. But his whole thing is that his whole channel is devoted to um f- refuting flat earthers. And he has hours and hours and hours of content of just refuting all different kinds of flat earth YouTubers. Think about how arduous that's got to be to so just he, sit and try and refute flat earthers. It's going to be so annoying. Oh, I wouldn't, I like, wouldn't even try. Really, you can't reason with them. Well, he has debates with flat earthers. Yeah, but you can't reason with them, though. Like, like you're not going to say that if you just say space exists, they're going to be like, no, it doesn't. How do you reason well, with space that? space doesn't exist. 
Dude, God bless Simon reason- and Dan for actually giving it a shot. Like, yeah. I feel like I wouldn't even try. I'd just I, be like, I wouldn't try. Well, yeah. I, I, I got better ways to waste my time. Be a waste of my time. It's, his videos are fun. I, his videos oh. are funny. It's been a while since I've watched them. But I remember I used to be really in, into, you know, people are going to go on all oh, listeners and he's probably posted something like horrible now that because I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he started a cult. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a, do you want to hear, do you want to hear about some flat earth theology? Please theology. Okay, so there's. Do you want to? So move over, all you theology majors. All theology majors, pay attention to this. There's a website you need to go to. Bible says flatearth.com. Bible says flat. Sounds like facts to me. Sounds like yeah. pure facts. This 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 website is a, a website devoted to using the Bible to try to prove that the Earth is flat. Nice. What do they point to? Revelation? Let me look. uh, Not Revelation. Pull it up. Pull it up. Gospel of John. They point to the Gospel of John. And then the Lord said, let it be flat. Let it be flat. (laughs) (laughs) And it was so. And he saw it was very flat. (laughs) (laughs) And God saw that it was good. God saw that it was good. The flatness was good. God was probably like, Hot damn, man. I can make some flat stuff, bro. (laughs) Anything that's flat has to have a certain thickness, though. It does. So meaning, how far would you have to drill before you end up in space (laughs) and or what would it be like? Just use a million bulldozers. I mean, maybe this is is all an Elon Musk simulation. We're all inside a Tesla simulation right now. (laughs) That's the next part of it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, Elon Musk. Uh, you know, I'm having trouble finding this website, by the way. Oh, well, what man. is it called again? Bible Bi- says flat. We're not earth. on the same plane as them. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's no, total they're... bogus. I don't know. How, I want to know Dude, what I believe actual it. percent. Believe it, boy. You believe it, bro. I want to know what Look, actual I've never percentage. seen the curvature of the earth. Therefore, can't be real. So it if is. they say flat earth, flat earth exists, then why do mountains exist? Because mountains are literal ups and it's There's no flat mountains. Well, so well, do you want to know that mountains aren't real? Okay, so there's so, a conspiracy theories that say that mountains aren't real. Okay, so if a mountain isn't real, it's just like starting a Minecraft world on flat. That's what they literally think the world. What, is. So well, no, no, what some, if you send a flat earther to touch a mountain? Well, okay, some people. Okay, so most flat earthers, miners, accept that mountains exist and that you know they're just there. I don't know if they have a theory for explaining why they're there, but they both agree that they don't believe like it's flat, like a Minecraft world, right? There's it has ridges. It goes yeah, up at exactly. a point. They don't believe that. They believe that you know the. So should we just set them all on top and let them freeze to death and just show them? Okay, there's a top up here. This well, comes no, up to a point, stupid. Well, no people. No, they they agree that mountains exist. Most of them, anyway. You just said that they don't. No, I said that some don't. <laughs> some believe that mountains are actually trees. <laughs> <laughs> mountains are trees, Alex. What is a tree then, dude? How did we get here, man? How did we get? I'm just thinking we about this podcast. Smoke it either. Yeah, I'm just thinking about this podcast. We went from freaking Jewish lady weighed down by gold chains <laughs> to mountains or trees, freaking ice walls. I'm just sitting here, just like Earth is a bowl. I'm sorry, guys. This may seem incoherent, but I'm telling you, this is just because people are freaking incoherent. We're just <laughs> telling incoherent. you what people are. This it, is the Kel and Alex show. This it, is where coherence goes to where die. Where coherence goes to die. That's what where you should coherence expect. Coherence goes to die. But no, it's it's totally true. Like the reason why this seems so crazy is because people are so freaking crazy. Because people believe all this stuff we've yeah. been talking about. People yeah. believe that, you know, certain people are 
you know, but, incarnations of God is Kali. Some people believe that mountains are trees. There must no, no. be. There must like, be pulling this all together. Like the reason why this seems so crazy is because people are really crazy. I think this should really tell us something about about people and and how malleable we really are yeah. to, um, you know, believe really crazy stuff, change mm-hmm. our lives in certain ways, believe somebody's the reincarnation of Christ, like, um. It, you know, it, like, it, how do you deal with these type of people too? That's a whole nother question. How do you deal with flat earthers? How do you deal mm. with these, you know, reports? How does the government deal with uh, Koresh and and do they bring yeah. the tank in? How do we like? It's a uh, it it poses a ton of questions about human nature, about how humanity works, um, and it seems crazy because all of it is crazy because people are crazy. Yeah, I'll, I'll stand by that. It's, I'm pretty crazy myself. It's like people flat earthers have levels of stupidity. Like, it's like there's level one where you're just stupid. And there's like level two where you're really, really stupid and you believe stupid shit. And then there's like level three where you're just an absolute dumbass. Like, seriously, that's what it feels like. It feels it like there progress. are people that literally progress. believe. It's like a mental illness. Like, it gets worse and worse and worse until you're that absolute dumbass. Well, I know there are some types. <laughs> <laughs> how, how far are we on that level scale, Kellen? I don't know. We're, we're probably strafing uh, two and three it's at two this and point. Three, 2.5. Yeah. 2.5. So, so dumbass approaching. Yeah. Approaching soon. We're, we're, we're like a... We're coming like a, soon. We're like a parabolic line that's approaching absolute zero. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. All right. Jerry, you were saying something. So the Simpsons is real footage. The Simpsons? Wait, 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 wait. wait I mean, these little tiny yellow people that all they do is just get mad at each other all the yeah. time and sit on each other's couches. Well, as it said, I think that's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, Simpsons is reality. Yeah, some I, I've heard of that. It is a conspiracy theory held by some people. I mean, I mean, but that I think that's probably the most out there. Maybe, one maybe I we can just of. summarize it with this: there literally is any crazy thing that's ever existed that someone will believe in. Yeah, that's whether true. it's flat Earth or ice walls or Simpsons or reality or the Smurfs are running the universe or like <laughs> who knows, man. Uh, and this is why Mark legitimate. This is why gang. legitimate conspiracies like Epstein will yeah. will have a certain amount of people who just dismiss it right well, away. Yeah, that's right? the thing. It's like I mean, when the government actually does do bad stuff, like when Jeffrey Epstein gets you know su- suicided in quote commits suicide in air quotes, you know people are gonna are just wired to dismiss it because you know because you have people saying around running around saying that mountains are trees. Exactly. <laughs> And it really does take a lot of care and attention to uh, to try and deal with these people in a way. And, and it's not just these people. I mean, we all have different um, narratives we have to kind of summarize mm. for ourselves about the world. And not all those blanks are filled in, right? I mean, we're all kind of in agreement that Epstein probably didn't kill himself and he yeah. got suicided. But there's a lot of details we'll never be privy to. And but mm-hmm. that has to go along with our narrative that there's legitimate corruption in the government and whatever else. And these are summations of a lot of facts that seem to be probabilistic in a certain direction. Yeah. But uh, we have to make decisions with that. Mm-hmm. Now, for the people on the fringes of that, where we get to more schizophrenic type mentalities, then it really does take you have to take care to know like not all of it's rational. Some mm-hmm. of it's a lot no. of it's emotional. A lot of it's People maybe had some like weird things in their past in their history, yeah. Um, and all that has to be taken into consideration when you're dealing with somebody who's whatever more fringe stuff. Whether yeah. it's Heaven's Gate people 
or whether it's just Mormonism or whether it's um, whatever. People are weird and crazy and stupid, and they're on the you know scale of dumbass, whatever <laughs> scale. Absolute dumbass scale. We're all on that scale, and so yeah, we gotta approach them in different ways. Um, think that's pretty much. I think gonna that's wrap probably it. it. We us, talked boys. a lot about it. Jerry, thank you so yeah, thank much. You, uh, this was for fun. coming on. That was amazing. I've just learned so many new things from an absolute <laughs> totally. da- absolute dumbass. So we're <laughs> announcing right now the Kellen and Alex cult. Yes, Jerry's gonna, is the incarnation of Christ, <laughs> <laughs> and all of you need to Venmo us a hundred dollars to enter into this prize giveaway of a, a life of eternity on your own planet. <laughs> With seventy-two virgins. Yes. Uh, of your own, that'll be the DLC. <laughs> Subscribe to the premium package. Either $100 gets you a flat planet. $200 gets you the premium concave planet. <laughs> 300 gets you a complete bowl, 360 with a spoon. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for us, guys. That's going to wrap it up for us. Thanks so much for listening, guys, to this edition of the Kellen and Alex show. We'll be back on Tuesday with Claudio. we got a podcast on dating at Franciscan, which maybe will be oh, even God, crazier that's gonna than be this. fire. What a conspiracy. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace out. Nice.